Hi, this is the Let's Train Your Brain podcast, a podcast that encourages you to reflect, grow, and expand your mental toolbox. My name is Annie Ursta, and I am the host of this podcast. I'm a certified life coach with a background in psychology, and my purpose is to help people transform their mindset for the better. This podcast is made for you that are open and willing to grow and curious to learn more about how the mind works. Sounds interesting? Well, let's get right to it. Welcome back to the Let's Train Your Brain podcast. So today we are going to talk about doing hard things versus avoiding them. So this is the podcast episode number 21. And I am currently in a city called Norfolk. And we are still in California. And we have emptied the toilet, we have cleaned the van. And so the only only thing that's left to do before the weekend start is to play this episode. So I'm trying to do a new way of um, recording today. I'm doing a blanket over myself because apparently that's going to help. So hopefully that the sound can be even better. So, you know, we, uh, we learn as we go. This topic of doing hard things versus avoiding it hopefully is not necessarily something you haven't heard before uh, maybe I can give you a new perspective of what I have to share today uh, or maybe it's just repetition but you know when I think about it when I was younger and used to play soccer a lot of what we did when we had training was to do the same thing over and over because it was such like basic um, basic repetitions that needed to be done to grow and I think that's true with a lot of um, mental training as well it's kind of the same thing over and over and if you look at all the podcast episodes that's been so far I'm sure you'll find a uh, red line through all the all the different episodes regardless of that I am so happy that you're here today and joining me as we walk and not walk as we talk about something that's been at least one of my biggest struggles in life, which is doing the hard things. My husband and I know have around seven months of living in a van under our belt with some breaks here and there. And one thing that I've learned is that in life in general, we want to simplify our life as much as possible. That means a robot that vacuums our floor. We get Alexa to turn our lights on. We get our groceries sent home. And uh, I was going to say this might only be in America, but I'm pretty sure it's in a lot of countries at this point. Uh, people, at least here, I kid you not, they stand in line for a drive through coffee at Starbucks for 20 minutes or more. It's convenient and it's comfortable. There is really nothing wrong with this in general. It really isn't, you know, being more efficient. That's awesome. Um, and using the time for things that you care more for. Or, you know, like spending time with your family, friends, and so on. However, this kind of gives us a new issue. Living in a van is in so many ways so very little convenient. So inconvenient. While on the other hand, parts of it are super convenient. Like waking up where you want, always having your whole life right next to you. Because George and I have been living like this for a while, I've seen how used I was to being comfortable. And the problem is that the more comfortable you are, the more you want to stay there. You want to stay in your comfort zone because you realize, ah, oh, this is, guess what, comfortable. <laughs> it, 
in addition, it takes more to get out of my comfort zone. And when I say me, I'm, you know, I can only talk for myself in this podcast, but I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this. But there is hope. And let me tell you, because like anything else, when you have to do what's uncomfortable over and over, eventually it becomes less uncomfortable. The parts we've had to get used to, such as being on the lookout for a toilet, frequently emptying, you know, like we did today and cleaning the toilet. It probably took us two hours to find a spot to do that. That's how it is. Grocery shopping a little bit often, save battery, find a new parking spot every night and I am not trying to pat myself on the shoulder and maybe you don't even think that this sounds stressful and that's totally fine. But here's the thing, it isn't that stressful anymore. I'm not saying it's not stressful, but we're so used to it at this point. A life in a home can be quite stressful too. And let's not forget about you guys that have kids. Oh my goodness, I can only imagine. <laughs> I'm sure that's stressful too, but the point is you get used to doing the hard things once you start doing them. It was definitely overwhelming in the beginning for us when we started, but at this point, it's only really stressful when anything new breaks or go wrong, something we haven't done before. What parts of your life do you consider your hard parts? Is it spending time with your parents? Maybe it's socializing. For some of you, it might be going to bed at a decent time or practice self-control for that Norwegian chocolate that's in the cabinet. Luckily, I don't have any Norwegian chocolate overseas, but you know, you get my point here. All of us have something. Pornography, working out, alcohol abuse, late night snacking, gossiping, for goodness sake, <laughs> gambling. I could tell you about all the addictions I've had in my life or all of the things I still struggle with, but instead I just want to focus on what working through or hard really does. I want to take a moment to tell you that, first of all, you're sane. If you think of what's hard in your life and think of how you had so many struggles while your neighbor probably just have one or two smaller issues, then that's probably not true. You just get to see the good parts. We all have our issues, some bigger than others. When you think of your heart, don't pull yourself down. Don't think that you are a failure. All you are is you. If you have failed in the past, that does not mean that you will in the future. But what you think is because it's already happened before, you know, that's what you can relate to. But the thing is, well, the future have not happened yet. You can make it the way you want it. That is up to you. But if you're avoiding hard things, then how in the world are you going to move forward? I remember when I started driving with my dad. I was terrified from the beginning and right before we we're going to enter the freeway the first time, I freaked out. I panicked and screamed that I could not do it. My dad encouraged me to keep going because of one reason. Because if you never do it, it's going to get worse. <laughs> he was quite shocked because I usually don't behave like that. But the thing is, the more I avoided it, the harder it would get. Not necessarily because, you know, logically it will be harder, but because psychologically we think so ourselves. And what happens? Well, we start believing the lies we tell ourselves. It's like this little snowball that keeps rolling the more we think about it. 
So a problem that was, um, you know, like a small or medium size, it's now a giant. Relatable? I would assume so. <laughs> I don't think I'm the only one out here. Maybe you've struggled with wanting to feel more confident, but you haven't made a plan. You, you don't have anyone to encourage you or coach you. You simply just, you want it, but you're not seeing any progress. So you start telling yourself that's who you are. You're not confident. You wish you were, but unfortunately, after seeing no change the past years, you believe in the light that you've told yourself over time. This can also be if you're looking for your significant other and you tell yourself, oh, I'm going to be forever single. And guess what? If you tell yourself that, well, then likely you're probably going to stay single. I'm not, with the example of confidence, I'm not trying to tell you that you're not confident. Because if that's how you feel, that's still, the feeling is still valid. But feelings change constantly. And because you don't feel confident doesn't mean you can't, you can't feel confident in a week or a month from now. A good example is just when you look at people that starts working out. It's not even about the pounds that they lose, but they just start feeling more confident. And honestly, it doesn't take that much time. It's just that good feeling of knowing you're doing what's good for you. Anyway, this is why it's so important to constantly work on our mindset, our thoughts, and our neural pathways. Ask yourself, are you in a good spot? Or are you allowing lie after lie to enter and eventually let it become something you believe in? We all do this. It's so common, but I just think it's so important to talk about it. Remind ourselves daily. The same way that we can be grateful, the same way we need a reminder of, hey, how are we doing today? Are we where we should be? And if we're not, then what can we do to make some healthy changes there? When I was 19, I traveled to Australia and South Asia together with, I think we were 60 students. And in Thailand, around 95% of all of us managed to get food poisoning, including some of the teachers. From that trip altogether, what I remember the most are the highlights and the struggles. But the struggles were the best funding moments. And I believe there's so much more to say about our heart. There has to be resistance for us to grow and to keep moving forward. There's a cost. The more growth, the deeper the struggle. For some, it can be to choose a path most others don't. That's being a Navy SEAL, pastor, Olympian, Buddhist. There is a cost and there is a commitment. When I think of my life, all the firsts that I've done, and the struggles I've experienced throughout my life. And you might be able to relate here. It really is what's taken me forward. So when I think about it, it means that we need it. And with that being said, look at your heart right now, whatever it is. Imagine each heart as levels in Super Mario. If you want to move forward, you have to face the struggles in your level. Once you'll get to the next level, you'll have new hearts and new struggles for sure. But the thing is, the momentum you built in the previous level will give you hope and grit to continue on. What's wild is that the more you do this and the more you go through hardship, you'll be surprised to see how much you can handle. You'll find yourself where you're never envisioned to be. 
But to get there, there's a journey of hard. Of course, you know, I'm not saying life, all of life is hard. There's, there's good times too. But, you know, this episode in general is about hardship or choosing your hard. Your hard looks different than your neighbor's hard. For some, that's being a leader of a hundred employees. For others, that's starting to socialize again. Or maybe getting a job that's more fulfilling. You have your lane. I have my lane. So focus on your lane and what you can do to move forward and live a life that's more life that's more fulfilling. I believe in you, and so should you. I really hope that this can be a reminder to, in a sense, appreciate the hardship, or rather, the learning experience that we get from our hardship and the growth that it gave, gives us. This is not a way to romanticize struggles we go through or the people close to us, but to give us a more, I guess, helpful, helpful perspective of our own hardship. I hope that this weekend you have some time to reflect upon what's hard in your life, that you can give yourself grace to acknowledge where you are, what's your hardship, and, you know, you are where you are, and that's okay. Don't beat yourself up for it. Or maybe you're proud to where you are, and you should celebrate that. But to keep moving forward, you will have to spend some time being uncomfortable. But knowing within that you have what it takes, it's crucial. And here, listen. You have what it takes. You just got to start somewhere. Don't always focus on the end goal. You know that's there. Just start with one step. That's all. And the more time you spend outside of your comfort zone, the more of it it becomes a new comfort zone as your comfort zone is, exp is expanding. What is interesting here, and this is something that I've realized, if I spend too much time being comfortable, my comfort zone gets smaller. And this is kind of interesting. And I think an example can be during COVID when we haven't socialized that much. Once you start doing it again, it's kind of uncomfortable. It's, you haven't done it, it feels stressful, but it's, it's like a muscle, okay? So you build it up and it's the same thing with whatever is outside of your comfort zone. You're not going to expand your comfort zone if you're not taking one step forward and choosing to pursue your heart and working on your heart. I really hope that this can be encouraging for you today. This is not a, you know, like get your shit together and start working, but this is just a good reminder for you to look at your life, see what are the hardship you've avoided, what are the hardship that you've kind of worked on, but maybe not taken too seriously. But you know that this is what you need to work on and it's important for you. So take, your t take some time with this this weekend and... I really hope you have a beautiful weekend. Do some fun. Do something fun. Tell people around you that you love them. And I'll see you next week. Oh, and if you have any questions, as always, feel free to reach out on let's.train.your.brain on Instagram. Shoot me a question there or whatever it is. All right. See you next week.